Hey everybody and welcome to Ty's Tech Line. On today's episode, we're talking about one thing, courage. But it really comes down to one word, courage. The courage to move on, do something new that betters all of us. All right, so we're not actually talking about courage. What I really wanna talk about today is my absolute favorite piece of tech that I purchased in 2017, and that is the Apple AirPods. Aside from my iPhone, I probably interact with my AirPods more than any other piece of tech in my life. But in order to fully understand the significance of this product, we kinda need to go back a ways to give it some context. So in September of 2016, Apple introduced the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus during one of their infamous keynote presentations. Apple EarPods are the most popular headphones in the world. And with iPhone 7 and 7 Plus, we're moving to connecting them over lightning. Now, this year was an interesting year for Apple. So over the years, we've come to expect a brand new body design for the iPhone every other year. They've operated on this tick-tock cycle ever since they introduced the S model of the iPhone way back with the iPhone 3S. So basically, on the tick years, we've come to expect a brand new body design. So this would be with the 5, the 6, the 7. So with the iPhone 6, we were introduced to a brand new body design with the larger displays, the thin surfboard design, and the much larger plus models with even bigger screens than iPhones have ever been made of before. And then the next year, which is the talk year, we've come to expect the S model. Now the S model keeps usually keeps the same body design. They always have one big feature, uh, which I call the S feature, that differentiates this phone in some meaningful way. So with the 6S, the S feature was 3D touch. Uh, some famous S features over the years have been things like Siri, Touch ID, better cameras, and so on. But this year, the iPhone 7 year, it turned out to be a different story. The body shape and the design of the phone really didn't change from the 6S to the 7. Sure, there were a few improvements. They added things like waterproofing, stereo speakers, a haptic home button, but there was one change that stood out above the rest. And it was actually the lack of this feature that was so shocking. The headphone jack was no more. People have asked why we would remove the analog headphone jack from the iPhone. I mean, it's been with us a really long time. <laughs> I'm sure you know that the, the source of this phono, mini phono jack is over 100 years old, used to help quickly exchange and switchboards. That's right. They completely removed a port that the world had been using for over 100 years. And some people freaked out a little bit. Essentially what Apple was declaring with this very bold and honestly somewhat controversial statement was that they were doubling down on either A, lightning headphones. We designed lightning to be a great digital audio connector. Among all the other things it does, it provides a digital audio stream, it provides power to your headphones or speakers, it provides content music control right within its digital connection. So we're taking the headphones and iPhone 7 and 7 Plus to Lightning and we're including them in the box with each device. Or B, Bluetooth headphones. So to ease this transition, they did include a Lightning to headphone adapter in the box so that you could continue using your old 35 millimeter headphones with your new iPhone. This was more of a band-aid to help ease the transition, not necessarily a solution to the problem. And to be honest, removing the headphone jack did cause a number of problems. For starters, if you owned a pair of expensive 35mm corded headphones, you're essentially locked into hashtag dongle life. There's no way around it. 
and there's absolutely no way to charge your phone and use wired headphones simultaneously. There's, it's just not possible. Again, unless you're using a specific dongle that gives you the ability to plug your phone in to the lightning port to plug into the wall, as well as for the headphone jack. But again, now you're dealing with another dongle. And on top of that, a lot of accessories such as the square card reader and a bunch of others relied on the headphone jack. The list of negatives of switching away from the headphone jack honestly goes on and on and on. But that's where AirPods come in. So during the same keynote where they declared the death of the headphone jack, they also introduced this brand new product. We believe in a wireless future. A future where all of your devices intuitively connect. This belief drove the design of our new wireless AirPods. When I initially heard about the AirPods and saw what they looked like, I thought they were gonna be one of the few Apple products that just weren't for me, especially considering the price. At $160, they weren't just a quick purchasing decision that you could you know, throw into an order of a new iPhone at the Apple store. It was a pretty big investment. So I wrote them off for a while. Like I didn't even think about them. I just figured that they weren't for me. I did have an iPhone 7, so I was, you know, living that hashtag dongle life, and I was getting along just fine. Uh, I did purchase some Bose Quiet Comfort 35 over-the-ear headphones that were Bluetooth enabled, and that did help a little bit. Uh, but like all Bluetooth products, the pairing experience just really isn't fantastic. You're limited to two devices, and of course, like the the fact that the QC35s are pretty big just meant that they weren't really a portable option. And I wasn't the only one, right? I wasn't the only one who was skeptical of the AirPods. They pretty much struggled right off the gate. You know, Apple was having a really hard time making them because of all the tech that's packed into them. So they were sold out often, but not really from a huge demand, uh, mostly just due to poor inventory and just the slow rollout process that Apple wasn't able to keep up with. And honestly, looking back at it now and looking at all the tech that's involved, I can understand why they're having these problems making them. These things really are a marvel of engineering. So much so that two years later, other companies are just now coming out with these truly wireless headphones and none of them come even close to what the AirPods offer. They're either way bigger than the AirPods, they're way more expensive, they're way slower at pairing, or just sort of this combination of all of these. But what makes the AirPods so great? Honestly, it's not just one thing. It's a combination of a bunch of little things that are done so well that makes the overall user experience so, so great. So what I wanna do is I wanna break down all these features one at a time and explain how that feature impacts me on a day-to-day -day basis. And I wanna basically discuss like if their marketing claims that they had when they came out with the AirPods in 2016, if those actually turned out to be true or not. So instead of me running down a features list, I'm gonna let the velvety British accent of Johnny Ive run down this list for us and we'll break them down from there. They have been made possible with the development of the new Apple Design W1 chip. It is the first of its kind to produce intelligent, high-efficiency playback while delivering a consistent and reliable connection. All right, so the W1 chip, uh, that is definitely one of the best features of the AirPods. And basically what the W1 chip allows the AirPods to do is to pair really quickly with your devices. It allows it to have a longer range so you can walk further away from your device while still being connected. It makes it so it uses less energy. It makes the battery last longer. It just does a bunch of, uh, a bunch of really little things that Apple, because they control the entire stack from the hardware to the actual chips themselves to you know everything in 
between the software. Everything is run by Apple. They're able to optimize the efficiency and just really bypass a lot of the products and a lot of the issues that you get with other Bluetooth headphones, such as lost signal, such as lag. All these different things are all kind of solved by the W1 chip. So it's one of those things where if you, you may not know about it and it's not, the W1 chip isn't exclusive to AirPods. They've also put it in a bunch of other headphones that are made by Beats because Apple owns Beats. So you can get other headphones with the W1 chip in it, but it is one of the best features I think of the AirPods. Infrared sensors detect when each AirPod is in your ear. So they only play once you're ready to listen. This is another really great feature of the AirPods. Uh, basically, what happens if you're listening to music and someone says something to you, you want to talk to somebody else, whatever, all you have to do, you pull the AirPod out of your ear, it automatically pauses your music, you say whatever you need to say to whoever you're talking to, whatever you need to do, and then as soon as you're done, you put it back in, it detects that it's back in your ear, and it starts playing again. It's one of those things that if you don't have it, you never really think about it, you've never really like wanted that as a feature, but once you do have it, it's so, so, so nice. It's just a really nice feature that's that's so smart that they work this in there, and it's super seamless, and it's very quick, and it works every single time. Motion accelerometers also respond to your touch, allowing you to access Siri with a double tap. Again, this is another one of those features that you never really thought about this as being a better way of doing things, but a lot of Bluetooth headphones do have buttons on them that you can press for either Siri or play pause or any of those different types of things. But the problem that I've always had with those is that because it's an actual physical button, you have to put a lot of force into your press in order to get the button to to, to press and to, or to react to what you're doing. The problem with this is that if you have your headphones in a certain way, or especially for me, if I'm using them to work out or something like that, and my ears kind of sweaty, um, by having to press those buttons, it can actually mess up the headphone and like kind of knock it out of my ear. I have to re-put it back in, or I'm putting a lot of pressure on my ear, things like that. Again, it doesn't seem like a big of a deal, but the way that they do it here, I guess they're using a, you know, like a accelerometer. So all you have to do is tap on the headphone and just using the, just a very simple tap with your finger and that in, enables the the features. When the AirPods first shipped, they both, uh, both sides were locked to the same functionality. So you'd either, you would tap them to pause play, or you tap them to do Siri, and those were your only options. With a software update that they came out with a few months later, they actually made it so that each headphone can do a separate feature. So for mine, I liked on the, my right AirPod, if I double tap on that one, that's my play pause. So double tap once, it'll pause my music, double tap again, it'll play. And then I have my left AirPod set to Siri, so I can double tap on that and say, uh, what's the weather going to be or text ash or call ash or whatever um, so i think that being able to break those two up actually is super super helpful but again this is just one of those features where you just need just enough tap where it doesn't mess up the your listening experience and i think this is a really great feature when you're speaking voice accelerometers recognize the vibration and source of your voice then working with a pair of beam forming microphones reduce external noise this is one of those features that I guess I never really knew about watching this video back uh, now, you know, however, two years later, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I never realized that it was using that much advanced tech to acknowledge where your voice is and to block out background noise and stuff like that. Um, I will say just from like a day-to-day -day actual practical use that 
Um, headphones are great for making phone calls. People always are able to hear me. You can either have one headphone in at a time and still make calls, you know, either the right one or the left one, which is nice because then it, you know, increases your battery life since you can just switch from one to the next if you do a lot of long calls and things like that. No one has ever had a problem hearing me. Sometimes it's hard for me to hear if I'm just using the one, especially if I'm in the car or something like that and it's a little bit louder of an environment. Having just the one headphone in, I have to have the volume on my phone turned all the way up in order to hear the person. And then sometimes it's still a little bit hard to make them out. But as far as my voice clarity and the microphones, they do sound really good. Each AirPod provides up to five hours of listening on a single charge. While the compact wireless charging case delivers more than 24 hours of battery life. This is also very true. Uh, I get great battery life from the AirPods, which is crazy because you think about how small they are. The fact that they're able to get five hours per AirPod uh, is actually really impressive. The case design for the AirPod is just so, so, so smart. It's very small. It's super easy to just throw in your pocket. And that has a battery in it as well that can charge the AirPods when they're in there. And it has up to five charge cycles. So they say that it gets over 24 hours of charge per charge, like every time you charge the case, which is fantastic. So for me personally, I use my AirPods all the time, like all day, every day, from pretty much the time that I wake up until the time I go to bed. There's sometimes where I'll be using it for, you know, eight, nine, 10 hours a day. So on those types of days, that's not every single day, but on those days, you don't have to charge the AirPod case every other day, um, maybe at the most, but it very, I never have to charge it every day. That's for sure. And it charges very, very fast. You know, the whole case charges within about 40 minutes. There have been a few times, very, very few times where my AirPods have actually died in my ears. I've had to take them out, put them into the case so that they can charge. Again, those are days where I am bouncing back and forth between my phone to my computer to my iPad to my iPad. Uh, although again, five hours may not sound great, but in practical listening applications, it's more than enough time, especially with how fast they charge. The W1 chip enables intelligent connection to all your Apple devices and allows you to instantly switch between whichever one you're using. This might be my absolute favorite, favorite, favorite feature of the AirPods. Uh, it is so, so easy to pair with your phone because of the, the W1 chip. The pairing process is super easy. And the way that it connects with your, it connects to your iCloud account. So any Apple device that you have that's logged in through your iCloud device automatically pairs to the headphones. You don't have to do anything else once you pair it to your phone. So as soon as you pair it to your phone, it automatically shows up on your laptop. It shows up on my iMac. It shows up on my iPad. It shows up on my watch. It literally shows up anywhere that you're logged in with your iCloud. Having going from regular Bluetooth headphones that are limited to two devices. So if I, I have mine set up for my QC35s set up to my phone, into my iPad, if I want to use them to listen to my computer or something like that, I have to go into the Bose app. I have to disconnect it from one of those devices. I have to turn on the other device. I have to switch it into pairing mode. I've got to go into the Bluetooth menu of you know of my iMac. I've got to find the QC35s. I've got to do all that stuff. And it, honestly, it, it just becomes like this big hassle. With the AirPods, I can literally bounce back and forth between all my different devices seamlessly, simultaneously, without any sort of issue. And it's so, 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 so nice. So if you have a lot of Apple products and you have honestly more than one Apple product, it is this by far is like the feature that will sell me on it alone. It's so nice and it works so perfectly. There have been a couple times in the however long I've had them now, seven or eight months that I've had the AirPods that they 
have had an issue where they just like the pairing got kind of weird or like some kind of glitchy thing happened. Um, but that was, you know, between going from iOS 10 to iOS 11, like there's lots of other little factors that are involved in that. But as again, it's a pretty simple unpair process. I just pretty much unpair the headphones from my phone repair them again and then they automatically connect to everything else. I don't have to do anything. So this feature alone I think is one of the best, best features of the AirPods. What's also great is that the W1 chip as long as that's in your headphones, again, some special Beats, um, Beats headphones and things like that also have this functionality, which is really, really nice. Uh, but for me and for the AirPods, it's just super, super, super great. And of course, the new wireless AirPods deliver incredible sound. All right, so this one I would say might be debatable. I think that they sound great. I think that they sound much better than I expected. That being said, if you are an audiophile, if you're an audio junkie, if you have very expensive headphones and you really care about the quality of your music, then yes, they don't sound that good. I mean, they're not professional or anything like that, but I think that they sound good enough for the majority of people. They get plenty loud. They have decent range. You can hear, you know, they sound, if you have ear pods, they sound just like ear pods, like the ones that come with your phone, but then I would say they sound slightly better. I don't know why. I just think they do sound a little bit better than the ear pods. Yeah. So if you know what that sounds like, you kind of know what to expect. I listen to a bunch of podcasts. So they're definitely loud enough for podcasts and they even sound good for music. They are just a great everyday listening, casual listening kind of thing. As far as things like noise reduction and things like that, again, it's very similar to the ear pods. So if you're familiar with those, they'll be the same amount. They don't have any silicon or anything like that. So they're not going to create that seal inside of your ear that's going to block out the outside noise. Um, but they are tight enough that they do block out some. So I think it's actually a good balance for wearing these on something like public transportation, walking through an airport, things like that. Enough where you can be aware of your surroundings. So you're not in this like isolated bubble. You can't hear anything, which can actually be kind of dangerous in certain situations. But it's also enough isolation that you can hear your music well and that you're not having to crank the volume all the way, all the way up just to hear what you're listening to. So I think that they are surprisingly good sounding, all things considered. We're just at the beginning of a truly wireless future we've been working towards for many years, where technology enables the seamless and automatic connection between you and your devices. As I mentioned before, removing the headphone jack was very, very controversial. Apple started this wave, but honestly, lots of other phones have followed suit. Most phones these days don't have a headphone jack. There are a couple that are still holding out, specifically Samsung, who's kind of rubbing it in Apple's face that they're one of the few phones left, flagship phones left, that do have a headphone jack, but the majority of them don't. And the AirPods, I think, are Apple's solution of saying like, hey, I know we sort of caused this problem, but look how much better life can be. All these things that I just described to you are really only possible because of advancements in Bluetooth technology, the W1 chip, and those types of advancements, those types of pushing the industry forward wouldn't happen if Apple doesn't, if they don't just kind of yank the bandaid off, pull the headphone jack out and kind of force people to innovate, right? Because the only way to convince anybody to to really to innovate, especially people who are making headphones, headphone manufacturers, you know, people who are creating Bluetooth technology, all these different things to force them to kind of move in a different direction, you kind of have to take a drastic step. And Apple has been doing this forever, right? They were one of the first 
companies to move to the five inch floppy disk. They were one of the first companies to remove FireWire ports. They're one of the first companies to remove the, the disk drive from their laptops, right? They've always sort of been leading the way in, in this industry. And it's one of those things where if you don't just kind of do it and get over the rough patches of it, you'll never be able to reap the rewards on the end. And that's kind of what Apple's banking on. And that's where the AirPods, I kind of are just sort of this shiny example of what the future can be. What I think is really crazy is that this is a first generation product. Apple isn't known for really nailing first generation products. If you think of like the first generation iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, a lot of their first generation products are good and they end up being really good over time. But when you look back at the first generation, you're just kind of like, eh, you're like, obviously there's a lot of downsides. But with the AirPods, this is only the first generation. I can't even imagine what the AirPods version two are going to be like, how much smaller they're going to be, how much better they're going to be, what kind of innovations they're going to add to it. So this is just the beginning for Apple when it comes to this wireless future. And I really do think that they believe in that. I really do think that they're all in on this and they're kind of leading the way. The fact that they invented this chip specifically for this, that they can sell to other people that can be included in other headphones really makes a big difference. One of the bigger problems is is that because of the fact that this is all proprietary and this W1 chip, it's not really necessarily pushing the Bluetooth envelope as a whole. So Android phones and just like the Bluetooth spectrum in general, isn't necessarily getting pushed by Apple as much because they're doing a lot of stuff that's proprietary. But I do think the AirPods are a really good step in the right direction of showing people what this wireless future can be. It's an interesting time right now. So now fast forward to the future, you know, iPhone 10 is out, the iPhone 8 and the 8 Plus are all out. And obviously none of them have headphone jacks. So, but a lot of people who had the iPhone 6 with the headphone jack have been holding on to those iPhones as long as possible. They've been avoiding upgrading because they don't want to give up their headphone jack. But it's getting to a point now where batteries are starting to go bad. The phones are starting to get really slow in comparison and people are starting to have to upgrade. And I've seen a bunch of really interesting conversations recently on the internet of people who are debating and really struggling with this idea of upgrading to a phone that doesn't have a headphone jack. And I have been kind of out there telling the world like, listen, AirPods are the solution. The AirPods are amazing. And I think just by going through that one video that Apple made and kind of going through some of those features, you can see that. You can see where the functionality comes in, what makes them special, what sets them apart from just a regular pair of Bluetooth headphones. But there are a few other things that didn't necessarily get addressed from that video. So I want to talk about those really quickly, some really specific things about the AirPods that people ask me a lot, they have often have questions about, and just some basic things about them that I've found that I've loved just from using them on a daily basis. One question I get asked all the time is, are the AirPods going to fall out of my ears? And the answer to that is maybe. It really depends on your ears. The one kind of downside to the AirPods is that they are a one size fits all product. They don't have any sorts of silicone tips or any different sizes or anything like that. So if they do fit your ears, then great. They're going to be a really great experience. If they don't fit your ears, there's not a lot that you can do. They do sell some third-party tips and like little rubber covers that you can get that go over the top of it, but it kind of defeats the purpose because then you can't put them back into the case correctly with the little rubber tips on, and it just kind of removes some of the ease of use and the functionality of it. So if you use ear pods, the regular wired ear pods that come with your phone, and those don't fit your ears at all, then there's a good chance that the AirPods won't either. And that's just sort of unfortunate for you. I will say, I always said that the 
earpods didn't really fit my ears that well, but the AirPods do. So I think part of that has to do with the fact that there's no cord, which is, you know, providing a little bit of weight, a little bit of tension that can potentially pull the, the earpods out of your ears. So with AirPods, you don't have that because there's no cord. So for me, the AirPods fit and stay in my ears much better than the earpods do. That being said, I would probably never take my airpods running or to the gym or anything like that because they fit in my ears great when I'm just sitting, walking, going up and down stairs, doing, you know, whatever kind of around the house and things like that. But as far as running and jumping and all those extra things, I would never trust them to stay in my ears and I just wouldn't want to risk that. Which leads me to another question a lot of people have asked and a concern many people have about AirPods would be losing them, right? What if I lose it? Isn't it really easy to lose the AirPods? Um, and yeah, obviously you can. It's definitely possible um, if it falls out of your ear and falls down a drain or falls and gets stepped on. Like there's definitely things that could happen and all those like horror stories run through my mind often. But I would say for the most part, you're going to be pretty safe. There's one rule that I think that everybody should sort of follow when it comes to AirPods, and that's if they're not in your ears, keep them in the case. They should either be in one of those two places. Don't set them out on a counter. Don't take one out and set it down on a table. Don't just throw the the you know the little AirPods themselves in your backpack. Always keep them either in the case or in your ears and you won't have any problems. You won't lose the AirPods. One thing that is kind of cool is that they actually do have Find My AirPods in the same way that you have Find My iPhone or Find My Apple Watch or any of those different things. You can enable Find My AirPods. So if you do lose them, it is possible to find them. Um, and they also have a feature where just like with your phone, if you have an Apple Watch, you can ping your phone so your phone will start uh, making a noise. They actually have this feature for the AirPods so you can set it up with from Find My iPhone, the app in your phone, you can ping your AirPods so it'll start making a noise. So if you drop it, you know, in a crack or in a couch or in a bed or something like that, where so you know the general area of where it is, but you just can't find it, you can turn that on and it'll make some noises and it just, I guess it just tweets it as loud as it can so you can find it. Um, so that is a nice feature that most people don't know about. Another thing people say to me all the time is, don't you think that they look stupid? And I would say, yeah, I guess kind of. People have said it looks like you have, you know, tooth brush hanging out of your ears, um, that they look like earrings. Um, you know, they're not necessarily the most stylish thing in the entire world. But again, I think once you start using them and you start experiencing the functionality that they add to your life, you kind of get over that pretty quickly. And it's sort of, I don't know, I wouldn't say that it's like a fashion statement, but I feel like people do recognize them if they see them out in public. And you know, they know like, oh, that guy must love Apple stuff. He must be pretty tech techie or whatever. So for me, that's kind of like a rite of passage is sort of like a status symbol thing. I don't know. Um, for you, if that's not how you feel about it, then there are other options. But again, I think that the functionality outweighs the slightly ridiculous look of the AirPods. Another nice thing with the AirPods that you don't get with a lot of other Bluetooth headphones is the ability to edit video or edit things that have any sort of audio on your Apple products with these headphones. Most Bluetooth headphones have a lag that isn't really very noticeable unless you're looking at something that has to be synced. So obviously listening to music and podcasts and things like that, a lag isn't gonna matter. It's not gonna impact you. But if you're trying to watch a video or specifically if you're trying to edit video, you really need that latency to be as minimal as possible. So I found that I cannot use my Bose Bluetooth headphones for any type of video editing. And honestly, even watching YouTube videos and some things back on my iPad with Bluetooth is really, really hard because there is that lag and it just makes it really tough. But you don't have that problem with the AirPods. They have a very, very low latency. So you can definitely do any sort of video editing and those types of things with it. 
When it comes to traveling with the AirPods, I do love having them for being in the airport. It's nice to have the tap functionality when you need to talk to somebody at the ticket counter or somebody if you're buying food or whatever. It's easy to really just to, to pause your music, play your music. You can hear even with them in. Things like that are really nice. However, they aren't really great for on the actual airplane themselves. The last flight I was on, I decided not to bring my Bose. I was limited on space, so I just brought the AirPods thinking that that would be totally fine. And it was, but the experience on the actual airplane when you have all the noise of the cabin does make it really hard to hear your music. I was trying to just watch Netflix using my AirPods and I had to have the volume turned all the way up to max and I still was kind of having a hard time making it out. Again, due to the lack of noise canceling and due to, you know, there's no silicone or anything like that, it does for that type of environment, that is where having something with active noise canceling like the Bose headphones or any other noise canceling headphones really does make a big difference and the AirPods did struggle in that environment. But aside from that, I think that they are really great for traveling. So if you are somebody who's out there and you have an iPhone 6 and you're considering jumping up to an iPhone 8 or an iPhone 10 and you're concerned about losing the headphone jack, I would say that I would definitely look into AirPods as a solution, especially if you're someone who's just a casual music listener and you don't necessarily need really high fidelity audio, I think the AirPods are a really great solution for most people. They've completely made it so that I don't really need to worry about having a headphone jack whatsoever. Think that over time, eventually things are going to become to a point where we don't need a headphone jack. I've just gotten to a point now after having, you know, for a couple of years now having a phone with no headphone jack that I don't really have anything that I need to plug in that has the 3.5 millimeter jack into my iPhone. My car has, one car has Bluetooth, that's really good. The other car has a USB port in it where I can just plug that straight into the lightning cable. Bluetooth in cars is just the future. It's gonna take a little bit of time. If your car doesn't have Bluetooth in it now, the next car that you buy will. That is becoming the standard. So needing some sort of a lightning port or some sort of a 3.5 millimeter jack to plug into your phone in the car is becoming no longer an issue. There really aren't that many times where you're gonna need to plug something into your phone. Like honestly, I it's very, 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 very rare that I need to plug something into my phone and I can't. What's becoming more common is the fact that if you only have Bluetooth headphones, like my AirPods, obviously if I'm sitting somewhere, if I'm somewhere where I need to listen to use headphones to listen to something like on an airplane, if I want to plug into my seat and listen to, you know, the in-flight entertainment, I can't do it with my AirPods. Like it's just not possible. In the future, is it possible that the airplane seats and those functionalities will have Bluetooth functionality and I'll be able to just, you know, use my AirPods and connect to my plane seat? Yeah, that's coming. It's going to be in the future. Like any other technology, the advancement just takes time. So I think that it's coming. I'm not worried about it. And I think that Apple, by doing this, although it was, you know, it wasn't very well received, I think that it is ultimately really great. And I think that by coming out with the AirPods and putting them out into the world and showing the world what the advantages of these Bluetooth headphones can be and being in this wireless future, I think that they're really showing what their vision is for this and where we're going to be. It's just going to take some time to get there. I own a bunch of different pairs of headphones. I have my AirPods, which I kind of use for my day-to-day -day listening. Like I mentioned, my Bose Quiet Comfort 35s that I use for video editing. And I actually have them right now. I'm listening to them, but I'm using the, the 3.5 millimeter jack to plug them into a, uh, a mixer that going into my computer just so I don't have that lag issue. But I also will use my AirPods a lot when I'm doing video editing and things like that. 
it kind of just depends on the day and what I'm doing. But I also have a, a pair of Bluetooth headphones that I use for the gym um, that are waterproof, that go over the ear, that are a little bit more secure. I don't have to worry about them falling out or anything like that. But moving into the Bluetooth realm is just kind of what I've done. I've just made that decision. Every head, pair of headphones I've bought have had Bluetooth functionality. And that's just kind of the way it's going to be going forward. And again, I think that over time, this is just going to become a norm. It's going to become just the way that it is. And we're going to look at the 3.5 millimeter jack in the same way that we look at CDs and DVDs. It's just, it's going to be a thing of the past. Eventually, it's going to take a little bit of time to get there. There's going to be a few rough patches. But honestly, I think that if you kind of just buy into it, and you're committed to Bluetooth headphones and you just say that, you know, the next pair of headphones I invest in are gonna have Bluetooth. I'm gonna buy some AirPods so that I can have that functionality across all my devices. I think that if you're able to buy into it, that it's gonna be fine. The only people who are really having trouble with this and who it really honestly impacts in such a negative way are people who aren't willing to change with the times, who aren't willing to invest in the Bluetooth headphones. And again, I understand if you have a pair of $500 really nice headphones that have a cord, you're going to want to use those. And I guess for you, you're just going to have to do the dongle life for a while, but eventually you're going to have to replace those headphones. And it's just one of those things. It's just going to take time. And I think it's ultimately it's going to work out. So who would I recommend AirPods to? Honestly, if you own more than one Apple device, I think the AirPods are for you. I Oh, I forgot to mention also that you can actually connect your AirPods to your Apple TV. So if you have a baby or if you want to listen to your, your you know Netflix or whatever it is without waking somebody else in your house up and you want to have the sound right in your ears, you can actually connect connect your AirPods to your Apple TV. I completely forgot about that. So if, like I said, if you have more than one Apple device and any functionality, I think that the AirPods are going to be a great option for you, especially if you're a casual music listener who listens to just music and podcasts and doesn't care too, too much about high fidelity audio. If you're somebody who really wants the best audio quality possible and you absolutely need top of the line audio quality, the AirPods aren't going to be for you. But honestly, you probably already know that and you probably are going to need multiple pairs of headphones because again, one of the big advantages is that you can just throw it in your pocket and take it with you anywhere. There's no cords that get tangled up. There's no rat's nest to pull out of your bag. It's always just ready to go. You just flip the case open, throw them in your ears, and you're good to go. All right, guys, so that's it. Those are all of my thoughts on the Apple AirPods. I hope you guys like this episode. I tried something a little bit different by working in some of those clips that I found and some other audio sources and things like that. And I'd love to hear your feedback on what you think of this type of episode. So if you could and you would feel so inclined, please uh, go ahead and send me a message either on Instagram, you can find me at Tyler Harrington, or on Twitter or Facebook or something like that. And just let me know what you thought of this episode and this style. I'm still kind of trying to figure out the best way to go about this podcast, guys. I really like doing the interviews, but at the same time, I do like being able to dive deep into some topics just like this and kind of share my thoughts and my experiences with certain types of tech. So let me know what you think. Let me know if you like this episode and I would really appreciate it. Um, that's all we have for today. Thank you all so much for listening all the way to the very end. You guys are the best. This has been Tyler from Ty's Tech Line and I'll see you next time.